Welcome back to the Huddersfield Towns preview show ahead of Tuesday night Skybet Championship game at home to Preston North End. Massive thanks to Sports Broker to start the show. As ever, without Sports Broker, we couldn't bring you the preview show nor extra time Towns post-match show. So thanks to our friends at Sports Broker for their undying support. Uh, we're looking ahead to Preston this weekend. We'll also review a disappointing weekend against Fulham. And to do that, I've got two booths that are absolutely synonymous with Huddersfield Town. Huddersfield Town Club Ambassador and third-time all-scorer Andy Booth and Huddersfield Examiner, formerly of the Huddersfield Examiner, now enjoying a well-earned break, Mel Booth. Mel, Andy, thanks for joining us this, uh, this morning. Um, we'll go on to Fulham, first of all. I think we've got to address uh, probably the elephant in the room this weekend. Obviously, big anticipation of fans coming back uh, this weekend, Mel. Uh, fantastic sight to see pre-match. I know you were there uh, fairly close to me as well. Great to see the John Smith Stadium full, but uh, a really disappointing uh, end to the afternoon, as it turned out. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was obviously fantastic for fans to be back in after, you know, 500 now, however many days it was. Um, and, you know, the, I thought the atmosphere before kickoff was really good. I thought it was, you know, that everybody wanted to be there and they so much wanted the team uh, to perform and do well. And let's face it, if that, that early goal hadn't been ruled out, it could well have been a different complexion entirely. I think it would have would have helped us massively uh, to have got our noses in front. I'm not saying ultimately that it might have changed things. I mean, my first thought after the game was Bournemouth a few years ago mm. uh, when we lost on the opening day of the season. It turned out to be comfortably the best team in the division. And I don't think Fulham will be far off that. Not that it excuses some of uh, you know our failings on the day and you wouldn't want to do. Um, and that, you know, hopefully these will be addressed quite quickly. And, you know, when you fall off the bike, you want to get back on it as soon as possible. And Preston coming up, I think, is absolutely ideal for us after what happened on Saturday. Andy, you've played a lot of games for the Seal Town. You've had a lot of success in that blue and white striped shirt. I'm sure that the odd day where you had days like we had on Saturday as well. How tough is it when you see... The, the type of goal that we concede, not just the first one where there's an obvious issue there, but a, a pretty a disappointing from a defensive point of view to, to concede from the second corner as well. Have you had those days where it, 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 you, you just feel like everything you're doing, nothing's coming off? Yeah, definitely, Dave, yeah. Yeah, it, it was just one of them days, like you said. Saturday, it could have been different. We've got to be, we've got to be positive here. We've won a bit with one game, one game, that's all. The Derby game the week before, good point for me, very good point. Under the circumstances, with so many, so many men missing and, and your manager missing as well. So you come on Saturday and you're thinking, yeah, we're all looking forward to it. Brilliant to see a, a, a stadium full again. And, and, and that would have been positive. But then we get a goal disallowed uh, first. We go 1 0 up, it changes the game straight, straight away. Their first goal. I've not seen the replay, so I don't know, but it looked to me the ball had gone out. And uh, again, so the 1 0 up, we're disappointed. The second goal, again, a, a mistake, obviously. And it, it just, the, 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 the thing that disappointed me, and probably with Carlos as well, if you talk to Carlos, the third goal were, were the, the game changer. You're 2 0 down. We get back in the game, fantastic, fantastic header. Uh, the fans are buzzing, uh, the players. You can see straight away we're back in it, and a minute later we're three-one down, and and that kills the game. And I'm sure Carlos would be an absolute furious. As a player, that's what you said. Next ten minutes, let's go into half time, two-one down. We'll take that. We've got the upper hand. Uh, but 
overall, yeah, second half wasn't great. We, we, we know that. And it was just one of them days. It could have all been so different, uh, but we know how it finished. And yeah, I've, I've had plenty of them and no doubts about it. We'll have it again. I'll, uh, we know this season will probably be, hopefully we don't, we never have to, but I'm sure we will do because we have we have off games and it just everything just seemed to go against us on Saturday. Well, I think you're right in saying that Fulham are expected to be a very good side this season up amongst the division's best. I think something that will have disappointed everyone, I'm sure you are included in this, was the nature of the goals we conceded because certainly the first three... <coughs> Fulham didn't have to be at the best to score those. And I think that's probably the most frustrating element, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there was, you know, there's been a lot said about Ryan and obviously the, the, the goal, Andy said it did look like it was out before he tried to make the clearance. And a lot's been said about that mistake and all and the rest of it and perhaps him knocking his confidence, etc. But don't forget, he also made some excellent saves in the game and he can't be culpable for some of the defending that went on in front of him. So, you know, it, it was chaotic and it looked chaotic at times. Yeah. Um, we, you know, with, with people just basically chasing the ball, it seemed, um, rather than sort of picking up men and looking at what they should be actually trying to achieve uh, in, in, you know, in the defensive plan. So it was very disappointing and it's something which has to be addressed. We can't go through the season conceding, as you said, the uh, easy goals for the opposition. Fulham didn't have to try, they just did the basics and people got in the right positions and they were able to, you know, make clear chances, let's face it. Yeah, absolutely. Andy, you, you were at the game, obviously, at the weekend too. Just talk to us about the people you spoke to. We talked about the positives from the weekend, of which there were very few. The main one being with return of fans and how good it was to see everyone. You're in a position where you can go and speak to supporters, whether it's outside in the stands, up in the commercial area. Just how good was it to be able to do that again, you know, after such a long absence? It was it were brilliant, brilliant. It was it were brilliant, Dave. That's that's what we've been wait, waiting for. Uh, I went up with Paul Ramsden and Rambo was saying, uh, one of his open, o- opening comments was uh, how difficult it was for him to be, obviously, at the games uh, with no fans. And I said, well, it was a little bit, it was more difficult for us to be, what should I follow or listen, listening to to Woggy and Matty, Matty Glenn would have all loved to be back. And and everybody was the same before for the game. They were just so happy to be back. It was just like the, the, the good old days, Saturday afternoon football. Uh, and, and there were a big buzz around it. Obviously, after the game, the, it was a little bit different, but that's all on the results. But the, 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 finish it, forgetting about the result after the game, Everybody was still pleased. Football's back. And I think Mel said it earlier. We can now forget about the first game. We concentrate on tomorrow. It's coming thick and fast. But I'm sure everybody will now forget that and look forward to tomorrow. But overall, it was positive that everybody was just happy to be back in the stadium, seeing some live football again. Andy, Mel and I have never played professionally, as far as I'm aware, Mel. And forgive me if I'm doing you a disservice there. But I'm interested because... I very much come from what Mel said earlier. If, if I'd been part of the team that had a disappointment this weekend, there's nothing I'd want more than to be back out on the pitch as soon as possible. But I can see both sides to that. Yes, you could have another game to try and put things right straight away. But sometimes, would you prefer as a player to have more time on the training ground to work on the things that went wrong in the last game? What's your view on things? Well, to, to start with, I'll, I'll answer your question. I'm sure Mel has never 
been on a professional football pitch before. <laughs> I might be wrong, but I, I de- I'm, I'm 100% certain that that's right. But no, no, that, yeah, no. You want to, you want to put things right on the pitch. Yeah, uh, in front, in front of crowds. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Carlos will have had the team in on on Sunday. They'll have gone through all the mistakes, uh, uh, all the goals, and what we could have done better. What we did do well as well. There was still some positives there on Saturday. Uh, and then today will be another will be another uh, working day, uh, day on on the training ground. But no, the, what you want to do as a professional, get back on the pitch and put things right because that's the only way where place where you can put things right. And and we get a good result tomorrow. I know Preston lost on on, on Saturday, so they'll be they'll, they're under a little bit of pressure as well. So we we get a good result tomorrow, and then Saturday's game's completely forgotten and. Four points out of nine. I don't think that's a bad start. It certainly wouldn't be, no. Mel, we talked about Preston slightly off camera just before we started recording today. And I think you hit the nail on the head. Preston are perennially a good championship team, it seems, over over seasons. It's a little bit of a different Preston coming this year in that Alex Neal isn't in charge. He's almost been a fixture at that club for a few seasons now. We shouldn't overlook Preston at all, should we? We talked about Fulham being a good side. Preston... Largely the same players that came and won at the John Smith Stadium last year. They're going to be a real test for us. Yeah, they are. I mean, they they would be equally stung by the fact that they lost 4-1 at home in their opening game uh, to Hull City. And then, obviously, they went down to Reading on Saturday and, and lost again. So, Frankie McAvoy, the new the new guy there, is really going to want to... Uh, to put a stamp on things, and he's going to want—he's going to want to make it difficult for us. He's really going to want to make it difficult for town, and you know they're—they're going to come and set the stall out. They've—they've they've played a rigid three-five-two in the two games so far, so we've got to obviously take that into account. But I think also it's important to realise there were some there were some positives from us out of Saturday's game. You know, you look at, at Levi Colwell. You know, he's 18 years old. He looks a player. Even in a, in a team performance that was going badly awry, he still stood out as a very good player. There were other moments. I thought Scott Hyde did very well when he came on. And he's obviously going to be pushing for a start. Hopefully we can get Lewis back into the action. Maybe Lewis O'Brien will be available. He'd be a massive boost for us to go in there in a home, another home game against the team who are coming off the back of two defeats. Um, and, and with a decent record against us, to be fair, I don't think we've beaten them since the double over them in the promotion season. So to get someone like Lewis back in, that, that the energy and the drive and the creativity that we know that he brings would just give us an extra edge that we weren't able to find on Saturday. For whatever reason, there just wasn't the cohesion. Uh, and, you know, we would, for my mind, we've got to protect possession much better than we did. You know, we, we've got to have the ball and we've got to be on the front foot. And then we'll see the Huddersfield town that we all want to see. But there were positives in there. I thought um, Sober Thomas as well and people like that, they're showing glimpses, very good glimpses. And in the second half, you know, Josh Caroma, back to something like he was putting himself about. So, you know, we, there are obviously things to tinker with um, and, and that, that pattern to really work on. But I shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't forget there are positives and there are people waiting in the wings itching to get back involved. You know, the likes of Topolo, Lee Nichols will be keen to push Ryan for his place and all the rest of it. There are people there keen to do well and I'm sure that squad will be itching 
to show what more of what they're about against Preston North End. Absolutely um, right, yeah. Um, I think, Andy, I, I'm going to ask you about strikers as well, if I can. Uh, we've scored in, in both league games so far, of course, both off Sauber Thomas deliveries, who's, who's on course for 46 assists this season, as things stand, if he keeps that up. But just to ask you about the strikers, Andy, because there's been some good play from the strikers in general play from, and I'll count all of these, the, the three main guys, Danny Ward, Jordan Rhodes, um, and Fraser Campbell, and also we've seen Josh Caroma up there. But none of them have scored in the opening two games. Now, it's it's two games, so it's certainly not a thing. But how important can a, a first goal be for a forward? P- particularly, perhaps, like Jordan, when you're coming back to a club, just to get your account up and running again? It's massive, Dave. Uh, just just to give you that confidence. And you, you, won't, you won't believe it, but as a striker, you just want to get off the mark as quickly as possible. Uh, and... Now, I know all three of them are thinking, hang on, we're in third game tomorrow. Uh, we've not scored. Uh, so they'll be they'll be trying the best to score and they'll be wanting to score. But it does play on your mind. And then if they don't score tomorrow, then it goes to Saturday and it's just, it it, it does go. For strikers, obviously goals, goals breed confidence. And you, I know the way they play, it's probably difficult for us as front men to get a lot of chances. So when the chances do come along, they have to put them away and that puts extra pressure on thinking hang on we might not get many more this game so it is important uh, for one of them to get get off the mark but you mentioned what is fantastic delivery and and if goals if where you look at free kicks around the box corners if he's putting deliveries in in like that when you've got the the movement of Jordan obviously Fraser and and Wardy then they will it will come goals will come with set pieces but we've got to look to and I think and Mel said it. Mel, Mel said it a bit. Where as forma, formation where we where we play, and we've got to we've got to help support the the front lads up there because they can't do it by themselves, and they need they need help to get to get off the mark really to get the goals. Absolutely. Just you mentioned Sauber Thomas there, Andy. How much would you love to be attacking those balls that he's putting into the box? You know, we talked about it in the in the preview show after we played Derby ahead of Saturday, but there's a a lot of things to like about what he's doing in a town shirt in early days so far. Not just the the, uh, the speed on the delivery, but also the consistency as well. You know, as a striker, I suppose then you know you can make your runs and the ball will be put in the right place. It makes your job a lot easier. Oh, massively. It does, yeah. yeah. When you know, sometimes you, you, and I've had it in the past and I won't name names who I played with, but you know, they're taking a corner and you're thinking, hang on. They're not going to beat first man. It's going to hit first man. They're not going to beat it. Or it's if they're going to go along, they'll hit it too too big. But we we we're so is it's finding really delivery. Uh, so you know it's going to come in in the right areas. And you see goal on Saturday. If if my person had scored it, Nabi Sahu were right behind. Yeah. Him. So so they're queuing up to. They know where the ball's coming. So if I were Jordan Wardy or Fraser, I'd be getting in them positions. I'd, I'd be moving. Moving them two centre halves out, and now I want to be back post or all that. So I'm sure the lads will it'll cut it'll come to them. But it just it just happens like that. Sometimes you could have a couple of games where free kicks corners they don't come to you, but you keep as long as you keep making the runs, it will fall to you. And then it's just taking it's just taking them when it comes to you. So, but you've when you know it's coming in with such quality, it's a massive help. For, and because I'm going back when I played, sometimes you thought, well, it's not coming in, so you didn't really make a whole-hearted run. But when you know it's coming in the right positions, you know there's a goal waiting for you there. Absolutely. Mel, you, you, you rightly said 
it's the second game, you know, as disappointing, as hugely disappointing as Saturday was. And I think probably compounded more by the fact that people had waited so long to come back to watch the football. I fully understand that. But it was only the second league game of the season. However, can you understand the frustration, not only on that, but obviously the second half of last season was really tough as well, wasn't it? And In terms of results, we talk about goal scorers wanting to get the, the first goal on the board and get momentum going. Momentum can be really important both ways here, Kai. It's important to get that first win on the board as soon as possible. Absolutely. I mean, I was going to make that point about the fact that the, the frustration is born out of, I think, before last Christmas, we were looking really looking as though we were going to make progress and push on. And the team were playing well. We were, do especially going forward, we were actually attacking really well. And people have, people have forgotten that because of what happened in the second half of last season and the struggle that it became, not only to create chances, but to take them as well. And it was a real shame after what we'd seen up until uh, the Christmas sort of turning point. Um this season, everyone was obviously hoping that we'd get off on the front foot. I think what Boothie said earlier, the point against Derby was a, was a good point. And obviously we got through in the cup and we've now got a very attractive draw to look forward to uh, against Everton in that. But three points on the board tomorrow night would mean an awful lot to everybody, especially to Carlos and his staff. Yeah. Um, they will want to get those points on the board. And it, it's, it's important for the playing staff to realise that, you know, this is a vitally important game for Huddersfield Town tomorrow night. We need to go out there and perform much, much better in all areas than we did on Saturday. And they are capable of doing it. I've got no doubt about that. They are capable of producing the, the, the sort of cohesive attacking performance that we're looking for. Get those deliveries in the box. And like Booty says, let's get people making the right runs, giving the support that's necessary to bring us the goals that we need to win matches. Absolutely. Andy, in a changing room, what, what in your view, in, in your past experience, what needs to be said, what needs to be done at this point? So everyone's well aware that Saturday wasn't up to scratch. You're coming up to a game on Tuesday night. What kind of role do the Jonathan Hoggs, the Matty Pearsons have in that environment now to try and change things so soon back into Tuesday? Yeah. Just, re just really, just to... Instilling everybody, look, it's early days, is this? We, there's no need to panic. It's we've only had two games. Uh, we've won in the cup, we drew against Derby. We've only had one defeat, which, yeah, it was a bad defeat against a very, very good side. So let's put it into a context with one game, that's all it is. So a game, a good game tomorrow, it can completely cha change the mood. So, yep, the experienced lads will be just picking, picking the younger lads up giving them confidence and saying, that's gone. Saturday's game's gone now. Forget about it. We've got a massive game ahead of us and we can put things right very quickly. So, and we are, and the best thing is we've got a lot of experienced lads in there now. We've got a lot of good pros uh, who, who have been in this situation before. So no need to panic. Go out, full of confidence. Uh, a couple of lads, the younger lads especially, who may be getting a little bit of... A, a stick, a stick from from the crowd a bit on on Saturday. Forget about all that. We're a team. There's what twenty lads of us in that dressing room in the training ground. We stick together. We go out as a team and let's put it right. The irony is, Andy. I agree with everything you're saying, but I think Mel alluded to this earlier. That the one player who didn't look 
rocked by the occasion, who looked like they, they had the confidence to try and change things when he came on, was Scott Hyde. And we're talking about the role the experienced lads have in that quite rightly. But Scott came on in a tough situation, 3-1 down, chasing a game against a good team and was the one that really looked galvanised by the challenge, didn't he? You know, I think Scott did himself no harm at the weekend. Oh, definitely not, no. And uh, I think, obviously, when he came on last last season, you could see, we've got a player here. This lad can play. And, uh, and you're right, he came on on Saturday in difficult circumstances. It, the atmosphere had turned a bit in, in the second half. And the good thing about what I saw for Scott, he wanted, he wanted the ball. He mm. showed, he got on the ball. He didn't, he didn't hide and it, 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 could easily, it could easily happen, especially for young lads, even experienced players sometimes when it goes, it's not going well. The, the, you, can, you can hide on a football field, but no, he like said, no, give me the ball. I want the ball. Let's put, let's put this right. And I, I think you're right. As a young lad in them circumstances, second half, to do what he did, it just shows what the player, I think we all know what a good player is. And it just, again, just confirmed it. But no, I, I like him and he's definitely got a good future ahead of him. Mel, I saw you nodding there as Andy was speaking. I think yeah. we've seen more from Scott this season than perhaps we saw in his sub-appearances last season. I thought his start at Reading on the final day of last season really caught the eye as well. But what have you made of Scott and his strength so far? I like a lot. And I think he's learned from that loan spell he had at Shrewsbury. Mm. And I think he's, he's obviously come back and he thinks in his own head, I can do this. Yeah. I, I deserve to be on this football field in the championship and showing people what I can do. And I like that attitude about Scott. I think he's always had it, hasn't he? We've always thought an awful lot about him as a club. And that that sort of determination, and I think it, it was... Louis O'Brien was the same as well. He went away to Bradford. He had that season, not a good season for Bradford, but a great season for Louis O'Brien to get 40 matches or whatever it was of, of experience under his belt. Not quite so long for, for Scott down there, but it's had exactly the same impact. We've got a player here who is full of confidence in his own ability and believes he can make an impact on what Huddersfield Town are trying to do. And you could see that from the very second he came on, on Saturday, because uh, he got the ball, he laid it off, he took it back, then he sprayed a great ball out to the to the left wing towards Sober Thomas. And, uh, it, you know, he was he was on it right from the start. And that's exactly what you want to see from these young players who we've groomed to this stage to get them to where we want them to be. Absolutely. Mel. I think being on it from the start is what we need from everyone on Tuesday night. Mel, Andy, we won't keep you any longer. Thanks so much for coming on and previewing Tuesday night's game. A big, big thanks to Sports Broker again from everyone at Huddersfield Town for your support and making this show possible. A reminder, Town fans, uh, that tickets are on sale still online. htafc.com forward slash tickets for Tuesday night, 7.45pm kickoff against Preston North End. We hope to see you at the John Smith Stadium again. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>